Hello, I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. Coming up after the news, it's Philosophy Talk. Today's topic, Rene Descartes, one of the most important figures in the history of philosophy. And he's got one of the most quoted lines ever, the one of the most quoted philosophical lines ever, ever. Cogito ergo sum. I think, therefore I am. Now, how do you like that, John? I, you know, that's weird. Why, why did this man have to prove that he existed? Doesn't everybody know that they exist? I mean, is that why he's a great philosopher? Because he figured out that he existed? Come on. Well, you know, he must have been a great philosopher because people, like, name things after there's this Cartesian skepticism Cartesian moment of doubt. Noam Chomsky even named a book after his ideas. Cartesian linguistics. So he must have been up to something great. Well, he must have, and we're going to find out. We'll discuss the philosophy of Descartes in depth with our guest, Professor Ron Rubin, after the news. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm Ken Taylor. And I'm John Perry. I'm broadcasting from the studio of KALW 91.7, San Francisco's oldest and most innovative public radio station. And I'm coming to you from Canberra, Australia, one last time, from the studios of the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. It's another uh, cold, uh, chilly winter morning here in Canberra, John. I hope you're having a good day there. Oh, it's great in San Francisco, beautiful as always. But I've heard that Canberra is a beautiful city, too. Ken, are you enjoying the beauty? Well, Canberra, a beautiful city. It's full of beautiful philosophical minds. It's a hotbed of philosophy. It's also full of politicians, so it's a hotbed of hot air, you know. And uh, it's 5 o'clock in the morning here, so my mind's a little mm, slow this morning. So take it easy on me, guy, okay? Ah, well, you know, you think therefore you're awake or something like that. So Australia, San Francisco, Philosophy Talk coming at you from all over the world. And you can also check out our website, philosophytalk.org. So, uh, John, so we're going to talk about Rene Descartes today, and he's supposed to be one of the great philosophers of all time, one of the intellectual fathers of the scientific revolution. I mean, so what what, what makes him such a big deal? Tell me. Tell me a little bit about him. Well, I mean, there, there are great things about Rene Descartes' career that put him up there with Newton and Galileo as uh, uh, founder of the scientific revolution. We all learned Cartesian coordinate geometry in school and so forth. But philosophically, it, it's really a change of pace because philosophically, Descartes is most known for, for the problem of subjectivity. What's subjectivity? Well, we're all conscious. We all have thoughts and ideas that we're aware of uh, in our own minds. And that was Descartes' starting point. He said, how do I know that there's more to the world than that? Yeah, How do you I make... know that there's an external world that, that I'm perceiving and not just a, it's not just an illusion or some evil demon fooling me? And, and that really grabbed people's interest. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, you're right. It grabbed people's interest. I, I think of it as a trap, though. I think Descartes, I mean, you said Descartes says this starts with a problem of subjectivity, right? I start out knowing my own mind and the content of my own mind. You know, I've got these ideas in there. I've got ideas of tables and chairs and God and my body. I've got all these ideas, and that's the first thing I know. But there's a problem. Are any of these ideas, like, do they have any reference to anything outside of me? Is there really a God? Is there really a table? Is there really a chair? Is there really my body? Are you really out there, John? And, you know, he got us in this trap, but I don't think he... 
it's not clear to me he gave us any way to get out of it. And, and you know, and ever since, people have been wondering, is there a God? Is there an external world? Is, is there a body? Well, wonder is great because wonder is what makes philosophy possible. Don't think of it as a trap or a problem. Think of it as the opportunity of subjectivity, the opportunity that thinking about our own thought and our own existence gives us to think about and understand the rest of the world in a new way. I don't know whether ordinary people are bothered by this, but philosophy students glom onto it right away, and, well, and Descartes' very influential. That's true. Let's find out if some ordinary people are, uh, are, are gripped by this. We sent our roving philosophical reporter, Amy Standen, out on a mission. She files this report. What do you know? Or what do you think you know, and how do you know it? Are you sure you exist? Why? Well, I guess I do tend to believe what I've, what I see and what I've learned through my direct experience. And uh, somehow, in the end, we know what's a dream and what's not. Although I'm not sure how. You don't. Yeah, you don't. I mean, I think you just have to take things for what they are and just, you know, leave it at that. You, because you're never, if you if you think about it that way, you're going to question everything. That, you know, I feel like I think it would be exhausting to think that way all day. To be honest with you. Well, I know I exist. Whether this is all that it, that is me, I don't know. It's true that I know that I exist, but whether I, whether this is it or not, I don't know. And whether I'm just somebody's thought thinking I exist, I don't know. There, there are some things that I think are are beyond our reason yet are true. Um, I mean, I sort of believe in the basic goodness of people and the connectedness of things in some very general way, but I, you know, it's something that seems right to me and feels right to me, and I'm willing to live my life based around, but I, I couldn't prove it. Existence is not that clearly defined. It's not that black and white, in my experience. You know, you have to trust your experiences and your senses to tell you what you know is true, but I know also, having been in the military and been a in the backseat of fighters that your senses can lie to you and you have to trust what your instruments are telling you. For instance, if you're turning hard to the left when you straighten out, your senses tell you you're turning hard to the right. You train yourself not to pay attention to it. Train yourself to look at your instruments and believe what they're saying. I mean, is reality a delusion or is it what we think it is, you know? And is our thinking the bottom line of reality or is our thinking just one of the many prismatic, changeable illusions about reality, if there is, in fact, reality. This is Amy Standen for Philosophy Talk. You can listen to the rest of this program by purchasing it at iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, become a subscriber at philosophytalk.org.